As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Dave, you know why I love using Zencaster? Is it because the recording quality is better than other methods of recording a podcast virtually? Nope. Is it because they offer a free version for hobbyists just getting started? No, not that. Is it because it's super easy to use for everyone and none of our guests have ever had an issue using it? That's not it. Is it because they offer automatic post-production and transcription services? Negative. Stop burying the lead. Why do you love Zencaster? It's because Zencaster is all of the things you just said, Dave. Well, and they sponsor this pod. That's right. Adventures in Collecting is powered by Zencaster. How about your pod? Get started now with Zencaster and use our code to start podcasting today. Visit Zencaster.com slash pricing and use promo code AICPOD to get 30% off your first three months of their professional plan or try it for free. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com slash pricing and use promo code AICPOD. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. It looks like all of our final checks are complete and... Oh! oh, 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 oh. I don't think I'll ever get the hang of this technology. Hello again, adventures and collecting friends. It's me, Santa Claus. I am told that by the time you all hear this message, I'll have already made my yearly journey around the world. But as I'm sure you're all well aware, Christmas is so much more than a day. <laughs> 2022 was a year that found us gathering again. Though, we've continued to offer remote work options for our elves here at the North Pole, you know. I'm proud of so many of you for staying on the nice list this year. The world can certainly make that challenging. And don't think your good deeds and kindness don't go unrecognized. Now, if you'll excuse me, these cookies won't eat themselves, and your gifts certainly won't deliver themselves. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays! <laughs> Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. 
I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures in Collecting. Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're a day late and you're a dollar short, Dave. Technically, Christmas was yesterday. But, yeah. And, but, you know, Santa dropped by as usual. Yep. Yeah. Big, big shouts uh, to our, our friends up in the North Pole. Uh, the the elves, Mrs. Claus, Santa. Thanks for uh for dropping by as always and and spreading that holiday cheer. Hopefully you're getting uh you're resting up if you're listening, and, Santa. And and for recording an intro, he better be listening. He he recorded an intro. I mean, isn't he always listening? <laughs> well, he knows he's always watching, and he knows if you've been bad or good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got to be careful, though. That always watching thing, that's like a cancelable offense at this point. But, I, I mean, I, I guess Santa's immune to that. So he's special. I mean, right? also Roz from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> always watching. I can't, I can't do the voice. I'm not going to even try. Um, though I did try. But it's uh too late to try. <laughs> so... It is our annual holiday episode, and, uh, you know, it, it's, this is what, our, th- our third, fourth, third? I don't know, but... Third, third sounds right. It's also our 100th numbered episode, Dave. Yes. So, we might have downloaded this more than 100 times, <laughs> but the bonus episodes and the news don't count. Yes, In this is our, our 100th numbered episode and i i it just we did not plan it to fall as our christmas think, episode but I think uh like for for like a championship belt it's a, like a, a lineal champion so it's our 100th lineal episode good i like that Vo- the vocab word very nice dave um and you know it, so it's our 100th episode it's a special episode it's uh it's it's the 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 holiday episode. There's there's a lot happening here that's that's special. So of course there is. And Eric, you've you've been you've been burying that lead for quite a bit now. In, I have in in the hype train. Yeah, the the hype train has been rolling. Um, and I have to say, you know, we we put up an Instagram story and we let people guess, and we had some very funny guesses as to who <laughs> who was our special guest today. So I'm you know I'm yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw anybody's guess under the on you know anybody who guessed you know. There were some gonna, interesting ones, though. but I, but I am gonna mention a couple of a couple of the people. So, um, one per a few people guessed uh guessed Mark Hamill, um, which, which I mean, th- our guest our guest was even taken aback by that. Yeah, but but bless your soul for thinking that Mark Hamill a knows knows that we exist and b. Had time the week before Christmas to to come on uh to, to come on had time the day after Christmas Eric yes, the day after Christmas the day after Christmas um Dolph Lundgren was another guess um <laughs> I you I know mean, I don't that would have ruled but again two people if Mark Dolph if you're out there listening you are welcome to come on the show um all ego Ethan Page was was a suggestion and we got to tell a little. 
a little story about a time that he actually almost was very nearly a guest on this show, but due to a, mm-hmm. a un- an unfortunate last minute scheduling conflict uh, that uh, that popped up, and unfortunately he couldn't make it. Um, so so Ethan, once again, you know you're you're welcome as well. A couple people who who must be new listeners guessed a couple of past guests: uh, Matt Cardona, Lenny, and our friends Lenny and Emily from from the Hasbro team. Who you'll actually hear from later. Um, yeah. So technically, I guess they are on the show, but nope, they're, they're, that's not the answer either. But a past guest did actually guess this right. So uh, shouts to uh, Hasbro Marvel, Marvel Legends team, uh, Ryan Ting. He guessed this. and uh, Yeah, I you know, saw that and I was like, wow. And that was, he got it. Yeah, nailed it. Um, so, you know, just as a primer, because... I'm not going to put the guest in the title of the episode. So you're downloading this and you're like, you still don't know who it is. Um, so I, I said that this is the most special and important guest that we've ever had on the show. Integral to this show's existence, even. Um, yes. Which none of this is hyperbole. Because, no, like literally integral to yeah. the existence. Without this person, uh, frankly, Dave, we wouldn't exist. We would not. So, uh... Eric, if you would not bury the lead. Mom. Welcome welcome to Adventures in Collecting, Mom. Hi. I'm so happy to be doing this. Um, my two favorite... Well, favorite people... I have other favorites now. Thank, <laughs> thanks to thanks to you, Eric. But um, without Eric, that wouldn't be possible. Without Eric, that would yes, I would not have. So, but you know, my sons are are my my boys. You just you know, I love you both tremendously to the moon and back. Like I tell my granddaughters now, um, and also I have a. A, a daughter, I don't consider her a daughter-in-law. I consider her my daughter. So I'm, I'm blessed, I'm, and I'm very happy to, uh, and I hope I'm not disappointing all these people who wanted all these other guests because they, you know. Oh, just. If, I, mean, if, I really don't feel like compared to them, but, you know. Well, listen, you know, it would be unfair of us in for any other guest, right, to say that, that, any other guest would be more special than any other guest that we've had on, right? Like we can't, yeah. we can't say that you know yeah, one we, toy we, designer or artist is more important than another. You know that that would all not of be our fair. Guests are important, right. exactly. But you know, special special circumstances. You know, we, Dave and I offline have. I don't know if we've mentioned it on the show, but but I know offline we've joked that if we ever got to episode one hundred, we should have mom on because it would be fun. And, like, we've gone back and forth, like, you know, how, like, what would the topic be? And when it just landed on Christmas, we were like, nope. It was like, it makes sense. This is perfect. (laughs) Timing is perfect. Everything is perfect. So, Mom, before we get into the the questions that that we have concocted specifically for you, um, since this is a show about collecting, the first thing that we ask all of our guests, uh, I know you're not currently collecting anything other than yarn and needles. (laughs) Um, but it, it, have you ever collected anything? Like, were you ever a collector? Um, well, yes. Um, back in the day, I really enjoyed clowns. I know there are people out there that are afraid of clowns. Um, a lot of children, um, 
consider clowns a little scary. And to be quite honest, they can be. But for some reason, I liked clowns. So I had been collecting figurines. Um, I would go to garage sales and sometimes people would give them as gifts to me because they knew I liked them. Um, but I have, I do have a few figurine, uh, clown figurines. And then, um, I started actually doing things through the Bradford exchange. I don't know if everybody's aware of that, but we were collecting, um, the plates, um, Norman Rockwell. And then there was a designer and I can't think now of the name, but they did like nursery rhyme type plates. And, um, I have a few of those that, um, I collected. And one time I thought in my house, I would put some kind of railing up and kind of, um, so that I could place them around so everybody could see them, but that never came to. So they're still in their box and, um, Maybe they're of some value, and at some point, maybe my granddaughters could, you know, do something with them, um, you know. But uh, my, as far as my my figurines, there might be a couple that might be worth something, but a lot of them were just regular, like I said, store bought. You could buy them in a store; they weren't expensive. Um, and the, and the one other thing would be Lennox. I do I do like Lennox china. I always did, and I have some really pretty pieces. And again, you know their value were to me, but you know I don't know how many people really are into collecting that kind of stuff anymore. You know, that I feel like collecting from the past. You know, in the past, I always remember like sad. Like you had sad clowns. Like you were really into like the hobo looking yes. clowns yes. like the the like sad clowns i don't know other any other way to put a sad clown yeah right they weren't they weren't like spooky looking type clowns like i said sometimes clowns can be scary i really um but no my i you're absolutely correct eric i they were more the hobo type you know um pretty i i just thought they were pretty they were you know and colorful um you know, I don't know. There was just something about clowns that I liked. And after a while, it got like too many. So um, I kind of just said to everybody, you know, stop buying me clowns. Like I don't have any room to put them anymore. You know, can only put so many on a shelf. So. And there's a sentence that I didn't think I was going to hear today. Stop buying me clowns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. I had to actually put, you know, cut it, like cut them off because there were just I was getting duplicates, you know, like I said, too. And, you know, you can only put so many things on on a shelf. And as you get older, there's just too much uh, dusting and cleaning involved in collecting all that. So, um, yeah, so as of today, no, I can't. I'm, I no. If anything, we're all collecting dust. That's what I'm collecting, dust. But, no, um, that's about it as far as me collecting anything. So, Mom, what was Christmas like for you as a kid? Oh, okay. So, I have a twin, and I, and I had a younger brother. So, when we were little, my sister and my other brother, there was five of us, five, five children. My older sister and brother were, my, uh, you know, a good, well, my sister nine years older, my other brother maybe five years older. So the three of us basically were small, the younger kids. So Christmas for us was always, um, 
we pretty much, if what we want, what we asked for, we got. We were very um, lucky in that way. Um, my parents were were very good to us, especially at Christmas time. Um, but through the year, we didn't get anything. Like you know what I'm. It wasn't like today. Um, how can I say it? A lot of the children, whatever they ask for, they seem to get, you know, so that wasn't the case. And back in the day when we were little, you know, you looked forward to, to, to receiving things at Christmas time or your birthday. And even birthdays weren't as extravagant as they are today. Um, but Christmas was always pretty good. My, my parents were, were, um, were pretty kind, I'm going to say, you know, considering um, they worked hard and, and we kind of got at least one thing that we really wanted, you know. So my my mother or my father used to say, um, you better tell Santa at least one thing that you really want, you know. So I had to stop and think because I thought, well, there's really like maybe three or four things, but what do I really want? Because that's probably what I'm going to get. And that's exactly what happened. So. Well, I mean, you you grew up in around the same time period as like that the movie A Christmas Story is set in, right? Like when Ralphie was a little boy, like similar. And I mean, anyone who's seen that movie culturally, I think, understands that you know he was asking for one thing for like an entire year, and he had to wait until Christmas to get it, and like right, you know, and, that's and, not really and, a thing and, anymore. Right, and there were some people in the neighborhood um, that were fortunate enough to get things like sooner. And that was the other thing, you know, you'd have a friend that, um, you know, would have something that you really wanted and they would have it first. And, and, and like, you'd wait and wait and wait. And you'd say, I hope I get that for Christmas. Cause that's what I really wanted. You know, it, it was that kind of way. I mean, we just didn't get things because we wanted them, you know, you had to wait. It was that type of thing. But when you got it, it was like, you know, it felt great because, again, you know that you looked forward to it for a full year, hoping that at Christmas time Santa was going to bring that to you. You know, so. So, so you I mentioned did. people would get things, you know, early. What were what were some of the the toys that like everybody like that you remember, like the toys that like everybody wanted for Christmas? Like what okay. were like popular things? Well, for the when when I was younger, it was for instance um, like a Barbie doll. Barbies were very big back in those days for me, um, uh, bicycle. Oh my goodness. To have a bicycle, because if whoever had a bicycle in the neighborhood, I mean, we, we would be like, can it, my turn to ride? Can I ride your bike? You know, that it was that type of thing. Like bike, a bike to get a bicycle was a really big deal back when we were little, you know, you just, they were expensive. And then if there were three children or four, you know, or two even in a family, you couldn't get one a bike and not the other, you know? So we really had to wait. And then you had to wait to make sure, like in our case, we had to, my brother and my twin brother and I, we had to wait for like, say a bike until, you know, my youngest brother was able to ride because we didn't get like a tricycle and then a bicycle. We got, you got a bicycle. And if you were too small for it, well, you grew into that bike. It wasn't like you got a bike to fit you. You know, they put the training wheel, would put training wheels on, or I don't know if you, if today, I don't even know if they sell them, but we used to get these block things that went on the pedals huh. so that your feet could touch the pedal. So yeah, you could pedal. No, I don't bike. think, I don't think they, I don't think they 
they make they sell those anymore. I'm sure people still, you know, but, have to rig them up. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not a thing they sell anymore. That's what they actually did. They would put these pedal these things on your pedals so that if your legs were too short, like I said, because you that bicycle was going to last you a couple of years. Yeah, and and it's funny because. That was probably um, one of a, a big year when the three of us came down and there were three bicycles. I mean, oh, my goodness. And then the girl across the street asked to ride my bike. And I have to tell you this because I'm on the subject. But I was, like, hesitant to let her because, like, this is my new bicycle. I just got this. And what do you think? She gets on that bicycle and rams it right into a tree. The whole front wheel was twisted. I was, oh. I was heartbroken. And, you know, I got the slap in the head, the back of my head, like, well, you let her ride it. You know, you're full. I was like, but dad, you know, she, what was I going to do? You know, you get all upset, but that's how it was. But in, we played the name, when I say neighborhood, when you, whatever you got, you played outside with it and you shared it basically. If kids didn't have something, you know, we shared with one another. That was just, that's the way it was, you know. And, you know, that could, that's like playing dolls. And, you know, I would we would sit on the, on the porch outside and play Barbie dolls or hopscotch or jump rope, Chinese jump rope. I mean, you know, that was, that was growing up in, in those days. That's, that's how we played. So, but yeah, my favorite probably was getting a bicycle other than my Barbie doll, because that was another favorite. And then I have another doll, and I have another story. I don't know if ever anybody really wants to hear it, but we'll we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I could go on and on. You know that, guys. Um, was there ever anything on your list that Santa or for Santa that you never got but wish you did? Um. No, well, if I can't think of anything like that where I really didn't. A pony. <laughs> no, no, probably. Okay, maybe as I got older, yes, I would say like I wanted because then I became like a little bit of a hippie and I always wanted and I finally got them because I got myself a job and bought them on my own. But I always wanted, We back in the day, we wore moccasins and um. They didn't have a soul. And that was the big thing. My mother felt they weren't going to last because there's nothing on the bottom. And when you walk in, in these, you're going to walk in them a couple of days or a week or so. And then there's going to be holes and there's not going to be and waste of money. No, I'm not spending that kind of money. And so she wouldn't buy them for me. But we were into all that. They were, they were suede, made of suede. I mean, they were real moccasins. Yeah, moccasins. Yeah. To the point of where she was absolutely correct, and I wouldn't tell her that I had holes in them. What I did was I would go home, and the back of my um, notebook, because it was like hard cardboard, I cut it. I would make a, a cutout and put it inside the moccasin so that when I was walking. You were walking, a, real, a real free spirit, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was walking, my foot wasn't actually touching the outside, you know, but yeah, it did. It it they wore down, and because I wore them out until you know I couldn't, they couldn't wear them anymore. But that was that was the one thing that I kept asking for, and I thought for sure. And the one year I saw the box, and I thought, "Yay, I'm getting my moccasins," and it was ice skates. 
And I didn't know how to ice skate and I could never learn to ice skate. It was crazy. I used to fall constantly. I just could not ice skate. So I was disappointed. That was probably the one thing that I wanted that I didn't get. So you, you kind of alluded to it before and, and Dave, Dave, Dave and I both are both know the story, but I think we know where you're going to go with this, but do you have a, a, you mentioned the bike, you mentioned the Barbies, but is there anything else that was like a favorite memory you know, from Christmas, like a thing that you got for Christmas that like, you know, you'll never forget. Yes. I got the Shirley Temple doll one year, the real Shirley Temple doll. And not only did I get the doll, but I got the outfits that for each movie or film that she did, um, the sailor dress, you know, her little outfits, I got the outfits along with it. So I always, I, I mean, I used to watch Shirley Temple all the time growing up. Um, and I was thrilled. The, the thing was, my mother said, this is the type of doll that you really shouldn't take outside and again, play with and take it all apart. You should hold on to it because it will have value as you get older and maybe you'll have children and you can pass it, you know, down to your children. You know, it's some, it's, it, it would be nice to keep. So anyway, and the box she came and you can see her. So I was okay with that. And this was like, it was, this is just so that people, cause remember people are listening to this. It's just like a, they could kind of picture this doll. This, this isn't like a, like a 10 inch tall Barbie. It's like, this was like a 12 inch tall, like doll. Well, yeah, maybe 16 inches. Yeah, 14. Yeah, probably probably porcelain, maybe. It's no, so- no, no. She was a regular boxed doll, but she was, yes. Okay. Was, uh, exactly, yeah. Eric. So it's the, ni- it's the 1960, for, for doll aficionados that may be listening, it's the 1960 Ideal Toys. Uh, Ideal, still a company, actually. Uh, Ideal Toys uh, Shirley Temple doll. She had the ringlets. I mean, she looked like, really looked like Shirley Temple. She had the dimples. I mean, there was just, I mean, it was a beautiful doll. And like I said, I got the outfits and I put them all, um, they, she would be on the dresser in my room, you know? Um, and I, I, you know, I, I loved that. I got finally got, you know, this doll. And like I said, I really didn't play with her. And then something terrible. Um, I came home one day and my doll was gone and all her outfits along with one of my Barbie dolls and some outfits. And I thought, you know, somebody came in and robbed the house and just took my dolls. Like, are you kidding me? So I got really upset. I got angry first, you know, later I cried, cried myself to sleep, but um, my mother was like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to you. What do you mean? Your doll is gone. I said, my doll is gone. Shirley Temple's gone. Where is she? Lo and behold, my father gets home from work and tells me that he gave away my doll. I wasn't playing with it. You weren't playing with it. You, you didn't want it. You need it. So I gave it to a friend whose child, unfortunately, they didn't, doesn't have a lot. There's a lot of kids in the family. So I just bagged it and, and brought it there. I said, and my Barbie doll too. And he said, you're getting too old to play with that bar- the Barbie doll anyway. What are you worrying about? I mean, this Barbie doll, if I still had her today, 
would be worth a small fortune for sure, because she was one of the, like the original Barbie doll, you know? So, but the, the Shirley Temple dolls are really, really upset me the most. And I said to him, to my father, where did you, who did you give this to? I, I actually went over to the person's house. Of course, now it's several days later or whatever. And I rang the doorbell and, and I explained who I was. And I said, um, Joe Pasiga, that was my dad. I said, gave you your husband a doll, um, but it, it's mine and I want it back. I would like it back. And I, now the next thing I see is this little child holding now Shirley Temple by her hair. She's out of the box. Her curls are no longer curl, you know. And my Barbie doll is in the other hand, which has now, it looked like black, black magic marker all over it. I mean, the doll, both dolls are ruined. They were ruined. So the woman said, well, if you want, I'll see what, I don't know where the, I don't know where everything else is. I'll bag it and you can, ha- you can take it. And I was like, forget, no, thank you. Forget it. I, from, I laughed, I turned around, I laughed and I cried all the way home Aww. because it was destroyed. You know, it wasn't even, I mean, why would I take it back now? You know, but that was the, that was a horrible, horrible horrible memory to have to deal with. But anyway, it's, it's done. It was done. You know, we, we said favorite Christmas. Oh, that was supposed to be a favorite Christmas. memory. Well, it was, it, it, it was, it, it just it wasn't anymore. So that, yeah. yeah, but the actual, the actual doll was the favorite yeah. Christmas memory. And then, yeah. you know, pop, Papa went and, and Papa, Papa. Yeah. He thought he was doing, then he explained, he thought he said, you know, I, how did I know? Hey, you, you know what? Like, Listen, you know, it is, like I said, it's yeah. Through, it's the, through the, through the eyes of an adult all these years later, that little, that doll that was, that made your Christmas special ended up, you know, even granted, you know, she didn't play with it the way that you did, but. But she's right. It made her happy. Seen, we've all mm-hmm. seen Toy Story. We've- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, now, now, as an adult, do you ever think like, you know, man, I should check eBay or like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to find that doll again. Um, I think I tried one time and for some reason could not find it. The one that I had, I mean, they have a lot of, and I didn't even realize how many were, were made. Um, but, um, I guess I, she, I thought she was like an original, but I guess she really wasn't because there were older ones that were made. But the one that I had really, really looked like the Shirley Temple. Yeah. The one you had, the one you had was was reproduced several times again after in different outfits. But you right. you had the one that was like from like the the you know late fifties, early sixties. Right. So. So yeah, no, because after like I said, you know, you like anything else, you know, you grow up and what was so important then, and it's a memory I'll always remember because of it. It happened. It's, it's not, it doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's a material thing. I mean, it's not, you know, I didn't lose sleep, too much sleep over it. You know, let's, let's put it that way, you know. And now a word from our sponsors.
This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at ChubsyWubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Pop into a new career with CGC, the world leader in pop culture collectibles grading. CGC is seeking world-class Funko Pop experts to lead a new division dedicated to authenticating and grading collectible toys. This is an incredible opportunity to help build a new grading service in a hot collectibles category. Think you can play the part? Apply today at cgcgrading.com forward slash careers. That's cgcgrading.com forward slash careers. Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean. You're right, Dave. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code AIC12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. So Eric, I ran to the store today and I was doing that power walking thing to the toy aisle. The guy next to me was too. And guess what happened? You were both headed for the same figure, weren't you? Yep, but I got there first. Now that's a close shave. You know what else is? A nice trim thanks to this show's sponsor, Manscaped. Dang right, Dave. And that's the kind of close shave I can get behind. And you all should too. I just use the Mower 4.0 with its cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave. And if you thought that was good, you can take your grooming game even further. You can take it to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. And don't forget about their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. They'll change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, guys. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 
Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code AIC at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code AIC. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And now back to the show. So Dave, let's 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 wind the clock forward now. You know, I know we usually call this Ghost mm-hmm. of Christmas Past. So we're still in the past, but we're we're jumping a few years. Dave, why don't you let's let's take mom to our past now. Yeah. So um what was it like trying to find toys for, for us for Christmas before the internet? A horror. <laughs> Great uh, answer. Next question. No. I remember. Oh, I remember, and there were Bradley's. Let's see. I'm thinking oh, of wait, the stores. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let's go down the list because, like, oh you know, goodness. I know we have. I know we have young listeners. Thanks, yeah. Spotify demographics information. I know we have young listeners that are going to this. This part I think is going to completely blow their minds because, like, yeah, like because they're used to Walmart, Target. Yeah. So, oh yeah, no, no. There was no. It was Bradley's. It was uh, of course Toys R Us. Toys R Caldor. There was there Kmart, but there was store that was called Toys for Us or no Toys. Some there was another store. It was strictly Toys too, like a Toys for Us, but not as large. Okay, it was um, well KB. KB Toys, okay, all of these stores. I can tell you, they used to send out flyers, number one. Wild world. And you would mm. look at these flyers and you'd say, oh, yeah, you know, they say they have, say, 50. I don't know, it's, that's probably exaggerating, of whatever. And I remember, because your father used to say, you're crazy. What do you think you're doing? I remember going out midnight. I remember going and getting up. Very, early, very, very early in the morning, standing and sometimes in cold, in the rain, whatever, waiting online to get into the store because, well, there's seven years between the two of you guys, but when you, whatever you wanted, moi wanted to make sure you got. That was like my goal in life was to get everything oh, that you, you wanted, that, that you wanted, especially especially at Christmas. And I still probably, you're laughing, but like make a list and I would say, and, and, and everything on that list, if it was a piece of gum, chewing gum, you know, to a certain flavor, I made sure I was going to get it. But anyway, so I would get online with all these other lunatic mothers most of them were mothers i'm not going to say there were there might have been a few fathers but the majority of us were mothers and we would wait online wait online and then we the store door the doors would open and it was like um a, a charge you know everybody just like getting through the doors getting running to whatever aisle because <laughs> you knew where the, the item was going to be and you'd get there and it was nothing on the shelf Nothing. And I remember even having arguments with people and saying, I have the flyer. It was supposed to be 50. I was 25 in line. How could it be gone? There's no way. And I would be, and that, and you got, it, it, you got crazy. And, and you'd, I walked out of the store saying, I can't believe I just acted that way. Like, 
oh my goodness, over a toy. But you did because now I had to get back in that car and run to a different store. And I mean, I would hit every store there was until I found that toy. And a lot of times I would be disappointed because it wouldn't be there. Then I have to go home and look through papers again, call people, you know, call my friends. Did, did you get it? Did, were you able to get it? Well, we'd call each other and we'd say, oh, if you're going there, I'm going to this other store. Buy them. Because <laughs> even if you bought two, you could sell it to somebody or bring it back to the store and return it so that some other person could have that toy. I'm telling you, because everything you guys wanted, everybody else wanted to. It wasn't like there was anything that, that you wanted that was... Only you wanted. Everybody wanted it. It was always that that favorite toy that had to be, you know. And we all went to get it. And all right. It, so, um, so, so was there ever anything? So it's exactly the same as it is. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, uh, the internet you could get, I think, easier. No. I, you know. So the problem is, mom, the internet is a double-edged so here's sword. The thing. <laughs> Yeah, you could pre like now they do pre orders, right? So like, there's anyone that follows us on Instagram knows that like we post when pre orders go live, or like you know, Hasbro will send out a press release, and you know we know that in in a, a day or two the pre orders are going to go up. Same goes with Mattel for the wrestling figures, you know that that kind of stuff, right? Like there there are quote unquote they call them drops now, mm -hmm. mom. But the problem is is like. The pre-orders sell out, and a lot of times that's it. Like, they won't go to stores. They're online only. Or, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, Target is kind of notorious for this, where you'll pre-order something, and they'll cancel your pre-order. Like, you've... You, or it'll show up in stores before the pre-order yep, gets yep. shipped. And I mean, like, it's something that you could have pre-ordered for months and months and months and months, sometimes as long as a year. And then all of a sudden, a year later, you get an email from Target that says, "Like, sorry, we can't fulfill your pre-order." Yeah, or, or Walmart. I, I yeah, I shouldn't just just call out Target. Walmart does it too. But oh no, yeah, and like, no. and like I said, the internet's a double-edged sword because there are tools out there that you know they're starting to get kind of get shut down at this point, but that have actually accessed the store's stock information, mm. and you can put in like a series of numbers and figure out what store has your thing in stock but literally so can everyone else like that the information is not and, you know it's not in, secret you know, in, enough yeah you know, what in, in reference to the tool too like you know it's it started to become something that's included on you know like for walmart's website or for yeah target's website yeah so. they just built it in that way you could see before you head out so kind of like the flyer you know like a like a physical right. flyer um, it's just more up to date, you know, more, more, you know, live, but like, do you remember any specific toys that were like particularly difficult to find? I know you just said like, you know, we always wanted the popular thing, which makes sense, especially with action figures. But like, do you remember like a specific figure, a specific toy that was like a particular pain in the ass to find? The Batmobile, when one of you wanted a Batmobile, that for some reason, that Batmobile was very difficult. It, it went like, it seemed like as soon as it hit the shelves, it was gone. They oh, were I gone. I wonder which Batmobile it was. Um, that was, that was 
And I can't remember what this was called. It wasn't, I don't believe it was Transformers. Might have been Power. It was a thing that was, it became a a huge robot. The arms were were like figures. Mm. The the legs became figures. Voltron. It's Voltron. Voltron, Maybe it was that. That was that you wanted. I forgot who won. David? Um, And... Oh, that drove me crazy because that was so hard to get. Um, and, and that, too, was constantly after. Every time I would, call, I would call a store, and by the time I got there, it was gone. You know, because they wouldn't – that was the thing. They wouldn't hold anything for you. What, what they did do back in the day – I don't think you can do that anymore – is they had what they called layaway. They still have if layaway. That's we went, okay. If we went – if I went to the store, like, say – in October, because I knew you guys, somebody wanted something. I can put it on. I could put it on layaway and pay it off, which was great. Um, and I used to do a lot of that. As long as every week you paid more on it, otherwise they would put it back on the shelf on you too, and and just just give you a um, your money back on whatever you had originally put down. Say, say yeah. if an item was fifty dollars and you paid twenty to it and you forgot to go or forgot to pay more, they'd put it out there and then you would get your $20 credit. But um, I did a lot of things like that because I could, didn't want to bring it in the house and have you got anybody find it. And it was just an easy way to, to get something that was there. And sometimes that didn't work either because again, and Eric, you were good for things like this, where you wanted like Halloween, I'm going to be. And then a week later you want it to be something else. So it was like buying something and then you saying, oh, I really don't know if I really want that anymore, which is, was rare in your case, in, in, in both of you, because it was either a lot of figures, you know, things that, for instance, I mean, we went through how many figures? I mean, it was, it was He-Man at first with, with, with Dave. Battlecat! Um, Masters of the Universe. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And one of my favorite videos. Oh, my it God. Was, it was He-Man, and then it was, um, and then it was Rambo, and a lot of Rambo figures. Then it became wrestling became popular, and then it was the wrestling ring. And I don't know how many wrestling rings we went to because I would get one, and then he, I'd bring, I would buy it, and then he on TV he'd say, "That's the ring I want. See, that's the wrestling ring I want." Santa bring, and I would be like, "Oh, that's not the one I bought." So it was like running back to the store to get the one you wanted, and returning the one I already bought. I mean. A lot of times, if your father ever knew some of the things that went on for shopping, he would probably like really go ballistic. But, you know, this is what I mean. It was always then it was then it was turtles, the teenage uh, mutant turtles. Then it was. Oh, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. That's great. Keep going. I said Voltron. Then it was Power Rangers. Then it was. G.I. Joe's, they became very a uh, big thing for a while. We even went through the uh, the matchbox cars, like different matchbox for a while. Um uh the re- then it didn't end with just small wrestlers or big wrestlers. They were like giant sized ones, which is another story, I can tell, of Eric being very, very small and coming one morning to kind of get me up, I guess, and clocking me 
when I actually got my whole eye turned black and blue and my cheek, because you caught me like right on the bone. And I would, I was walking around for a while, people thinking that I was an abused housewife. But all because I hate you with Andre the Giant. Oh, and that was, that hurt. I will tell you that because that was those big ones at that time. But, um, so what if I told you that literally every single toy, toy line that you just mentioned is literally like you just named like the top 10 most popular toys like now, right now. Really? Yeah, Joe, Power Rangers. Marvel, even then yeah. it became Batman and all the, the different, you know, Superman. I mean, you know, because we even got, what was it? The Superman, um, uh, place that I'm trying to think of what it was. The, the, the Hall of Justice. Hall of Justice. Yeah, that was Hall of Justice. I mean, because it didn't just come, it, ju- it didn't stop with figures. You you guys had to have some of the the, the things they wrote in, well, the play sets. I mean, we went through a couple of back caves, I think. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? That, that was more you. Remember that back cave that was, we talked about this actually last year on the show, but do you remember when I, the back cave that was three pieces with yes. like the zip line and stuff that connected with like three yeah. like floating yeah, islands? I put that together. I think it was the best. Yes. And uh, and I remember a lot of times when you were putting them together, or, and if there were decals on so many differences, and and not so much with you, Eric, but with David, even when he was young, Dave, you were so like the sticker had to be just right. I mean, God forbid if it was off, it wasn't put on. You'd go like. No, so I, no, it's got to it, go this way. That's why Dave always did the decals for me. I, yeah, I learned sense. that at a very early age. That was like. Yes, say I'm not everyone because that's how he was. So a lot of times he did them because I, you know, if I was off a little, it wasn't the right way, you know. But um, and that was crazy because they all, most things did have like things, play sets and stuff had decals, of course. But um, it was it, 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 there was a lot of, not to mention you guys were even into collect. Well, David was with your father, the, the baseball cards. I mean, I remember how many times you would go on a Saturday or a Sunday to, to collect, to get boxes of baseball cards. And I thought, you know, what, why, like, what good is, you know, where is it going? Like, where are these going? But there was always, there was some, what are you doing with all those cards, Dave? Yeah, what, what are you gonna, you know? I mean, but, the toys I understand because after a while, too, although <clears throat> it was it was difficult to give anything away in in Dave's case, anyway. Eric, again, you were a little more flexible, but mm. Dave was not. David really did not like to give anything away. So, you know? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's the right take on that. I'm I'm a little bit. Well, you, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't seen my my space recently, but well, th- sticking with sticking with Christmas morning, you know, you mentioned all those toys and everything. What are some of the like your memories of like us when we were kids on Christmas morning? Like, do you remember like was there like a particular thing that like mm-hmm. you remember us opening and being so excited for? Because um, like my memories of Christmas, like as much as I hate to admit it, um, like my brain is mush. There are very honestly like very few things that I remember like. I remember the toys that I had, but like, I don't remember that first time. Like I opened something like I, I just, I just don't. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. You. It was a lot of times. It was overwhelming. I mean, and and in one case, I will probably now that I'm older say, um, your father used to say. You know, way too much stuff here. Like, what is wrong? And the the problem that became the reason that happened was again because I would start out earlier to try to shop, and then you kind of forget how what you bought. You you know, it's put aside. You're hiding it. And when you go, I I would remember st- talk about getting staying up for hours to wrap because I wrapped everything individually. Like, you know, each figure was wrapped separately. I wanted you guys to, op- you know, to really enjoy it. And, um, and you did. When you came down, it was, it was like overwhelming. You just didn't, you know, I think it was like way too much. But anyway, um, Christmas morning, we'd always, you, you know, uh, the, the best was we, we, your father and I would, of course, still be in our room and we would hear you. Psst, psst. Well, you know, you go, you go try to get them up, you know, and, and I would laugh because we would make you almost wait, wait even a little bit longer to go does it because you, you guys knew we, I used to say to you now, San, you can't catch Santa. So you cannot go downstairs until mom, you know, till we come go down first, you know? And so you, you, you'd go, Eric, you'd go to Dave and wake Dave up or Dave would wake you. And say, no, you go in and see if they're awake. You know, I heard Santa. I know he came already. Like, you just couldn't wait to come down. And, of course, we left the the cookies and the cup of milk for Santa or whatever, you know. And, and, you know, your father or I, whoever ate the cookie, probably was your father, the cookies, um, to make sure that, you know, like you have to cover all your bases. So we would come down and we would. Wait, 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 wait a second. You guys eat the cookies? Santa didn't eat the cookies? Yeah, Santa did. That's what I meant. Santa, your father gave them to Santa to eat. Did you hear me wrong? I, that's what I really meant to say. But anyway, <laughs> I, we would put on the music. There was always music. Or before there was music, we would put on the, the Yule Log with the music, Christmas music. Yep, the Yule Log. And you would come down and then. Shout out WPIX Yule Log. You would be like so excited because you'd see all the gifts, and I'd have you know Eric's. Santa would leave Eric's smile, and he'd leave Dave's smile, and then each one took a turn in opening something. And yeah, no, it was. I'm I'm surprised, Eric, that you really don't remember because it. You know, you were always I, excited. I remember. You, I remember all of these things. Like I remember the process because so so t- to give everybody a little context, we lived in an, a like a you know I guess you could say like Victorian era home. So I was in the the nursery room. Like they don't really build houses like this anymore. So you had to walk through my bedroom to get to the master bedroom where where you guys you know were. So it was like impossible for you to get out of your room in the more it would be impossible in the morning on a, mm-hmm. on a Christmas morning to to get out of your room without you know you me knowing it mm-hmm. so yeah so i i can i can remember convening in in my room and you know having those conversations like no you go in this year <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. i remember the pot like i remember the piles i remember where they used to be and i just it, mm-hmm. it always was overwhelming and like now as a parent like and you and I just had this conversation conversation a week ago. It's like 
I know I'm very well aware of how much space I have in the house. Yeah. The house. Yeah. And, you know, the, the girls have their list for Santa and I got to make sure that Santa gets them stuff too. So like we can't, you know, like it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough line to toe. And, you know, and I think Dave would agree, you know, you guys, you guys always did a great job. Like, I mean, it was, mm-hmm. we were not, not oh, for yeah. want, you know, we were, we, yeah, we were not sure. for want. Well, and it wasn't just the figures and that type of stuff. You got to remember also there were games. It started with Atari and from Atari, it went into Nintendo, Nintendo, it went to Xbox and then it was like Activision or whatever it was. Then it was, um, uh, help me. Um, PlayStation. 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 But then, it, but it was PlayStation one, two, three. What does it go up to now? Four, five, whatever. And every time something like this came out, you guys wanted it. You know, it was Game Gear. It was the Game Boy. Then it was ga- a Game Gear. I mean, but with each one of these, it wasn't like, you know, boy, I'll tell you, these companies are very smart because every game did not play in the new machines. So these $90 games, which a lot of them at the time were, some were, well, they went from 50 up. Yeah, 50, 60 dollars is kind of always yeah. in the... But, you know, unless it was... Although those the Nintendo, Nintendo 64 um, ones were Yeah, there were was more. some that were uh, well high. The, then they weren't good anymore, you know, because now you had a different game system and you needed newer games. And then we had to... Who would take them? And my heart would like, because again, I would get, you know, that game was how much? Well, you know what? Somebody's asking and wants, your father would say, somebody was willing to pay like $200 for that $60 game. And I was like, uh, hello? No, they're not getting this game. You know, then the kids can't have it. But this is how, you know, crazy it was out there. Because people, again, wanted the same games. I mean, whatever game was popular and I would run to the store again and get these games and then to find out like within what a year, sometimes not even a year next year, you're taking them and selling them for like a quarter trading, trading them into like whatever game store shop, whatever it is Funko land. Nothing for them. And I'm like, Oh my, you know, we, I spent sixty dollars. He just got it, and he, and he, and Dave was good for that. He'd say, "Well, I got two dollars." And I was like, "Well, two dollars, two dollars to him was or five dollars was a lot." When uh, the game cost me sixty-five, like, hello, you know, that's not a bargain. Listen, but, listen, five five dollars in the early nineties. It's yeah. like it's like fifty now. <laughs> it's like even the movies. Every movie that came out. Oh yeah. That's- was that's another thing we got movies and I mean it, you know, getting your it DVDs. Yeah, you know CDs, DVDs. As you got older, I mean, you know, again, books. Because then it was re. You know, you both like to enjoy. You know, you enjoyed reading, and and that was always. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind buying a book and stuff because I thought these books were going to have. You know, you're going to keep those things, even records to a, to an extent. But just like anything else, CD, CDs became DVDs. Um, you know, VHS is no longer. And then it was a CD. And then, you know, that now nobody's even buying those because you can get everything on your online, you know, or on your phone. It's just, 
a lot of, yeah, a lot of things like that. You know, it was, it was, it got very costly, you know, but again, this is what parents do. And you as a parent know this, Eric, you just want to make your children happy. And sometimes you go to an extreme, probably overdo it, you know, but again, I, I would ask you both to make a list and whatever you, that list was, I tried to make sure everything on that list, you know, if I could get it, you got it, you know, if I was able to. Well, thank you, mom. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So so now, you know, like we mentioned, there are two grandchildren. Um, so what do you think is different about buying toys now? And is it easier to find stuff for, for Eric's children? Well, in Eric's case, Eric and Jess, only because, again, they're raising their children a little differently than I would, what I would call, for me, the norm, okay? They're, they keep a certain, you know, um, level to how much they really want the kids to have. And, you know, um, they don't need to be spoiled. And I get it, you know, and I'm the type of person, and they probably know this, that whenever I see these children, I can not bring something for them. And, you know, and Wait, like, so, so was, let me just, let me, so you know, the, you know, the phrase like, you know, you never show up to somebody's house empty handed. Like <laughs> yeah, you really, that is like buried in your DNA. <laughs> yeah. I'm my mother's daughter though. Nana was like that kind of not Nana was, and maybe Nana wasn't in material, that type of stuff. But Nana would be like, um, well, here's $5 or here's $10. Like she always, there was always, she had to make sure she gave you guys something. Oh know? yeah. We, we both, we were both were, were mules to get you money, money. Nana would be like, give this to your mother and yeah. like, you know, yeah. <laughs> slip us a five yeah. or 10. <laughs> you know, well, don't tell her I gave that to you. Put it in your pocket, put it in your pocket. But anyway, um, so in, in, to go back to buying it, I find the girls that it is easier. I don't know. Maybe there, it is easier to buy for girls. See, I didn't have girls. You, it was hard for me to find. I mean, maybe mothers who and grandmothers who have, have had girls can say, probably go through the same thing and say, no, it's, it's probably the same. It was hard to get this doll, that doll, you know, um, I don't, I don't, I haven't really had the issue of, of anything like that. Kind so, of where whatever Madeline has asked for, I, it's been e- kind of easy to, to find and get. Um, Callie's a little too small. She's not yeah. asking for anything right now. But, um, and I would buy Madeline a lot more than what I'm already getting. But again, I get it. I understand. Well, what I will say is with, with Mads, they're, there hasn't been so like you know there are still toys that are like tough to find um there has only been one thing and actually this is a funny funny story there's only been one thing so far in her in her brief time on this planet that she has wanted that was really popular only we didn't know it was really popular like you know just was like even doing all this toy stuff, like just was completely oblivious to the fact that this was like a hot item Mm -hmm. and you had gotten it without, with like pure serendipity. Like you got it and had just kind of put it in a pile to give to her for Christmas. And then after you had gotten it, the toy got super popular. 
and it was, I don't know if you remember it, but do you remember Fingerlings? Yeah. That little like pink monkey yeah. that like, yeah, yeah. After you had gotten that, that line, you couldn't find it anywhere. Like people you were buying, people were paying like $200 for those, those little, and they weren't all monkeys. The one that, the one that you happened to get was a monkey, but like right. they're all like little animals. Right. Um, they were super popular and it was, it was literally like, we have learned nothing from toy history. Nobody could find them. It takes a while for like the fulfillment to like fix itself. And then after the holidays, there were just like seas of them <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. They went to clearance. Like the, I, I don't even know if they still make them. I haven't seen a fingerling in yeah, no, I haven't years. Either. But I remember when, when you showed up with it mm -hmm. uh, and she opened it, Jess and I were sitting there like, like, um, and our initial reaction was, oh my God, I really hope that like you didn't go on the aftermarket somewhere. Like, like we were literally like, didn't want to like, you know, break the illusion. But then afterwards had like, I had asked you, I was like, when, when did you get that? And you're like, oh, I, I found, I, I found it back in like October and I thought it was cute. Put it away for her. And we were just like, I actually did. <laughs> what happened was, and again, I'm going to go back to why it's easier too. Madeline doesn't, unlike you boys, okay, which again, upbringing, the TV always being on in the house. So TV well, that's, a, in well, that's another thing. Their the commercials and, are not the way that they yeah. were when we were right. kids. They're mm -hmm. just, they're and, not like that anymore. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. Well, and every, cartoons were a commercial for toys. And literally. every other, but every other ad was a, was a commercial for toys. Yep. Yep. And then yep. especially yep. Before, before the holidays, which used to drive me crazy because I would, it was almost like, I don't even want them watching it because that's what I mean. You would see something else that you wanted and then you would want that too. And I was like, Oh Lord, uh, you know, it's, it's funny though. Like, so Maddie is now watching like the real ghostbusters and teenage mutant Ninja turtles and the GI Joe cartoon. Like she's watching all those cartoons now. And those, those cartoons are still super effective at what they did. Cause she'll watch an episode of the Ninja turtles and she's like, I want Ninja turtles toys. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And that's another reason why I think her, when she was smaller, though, didn't really ask for a lot because she wasn't watching all of that. And nah, so she's she watching Mickey Mouse. Aware mm. yeah. Of what was really out there because I remember having her here um, as a, you know, oh, an overnight and a, and something coming on the TV. And I'd say, oh, man, do, do you like that? Like, would you like maybe Santa to bring that for you? And she was like, no. No, I don't know what it is. Like she really, and that's just how she would, and she would answer, you know, I mean, it, so it was always like, what do you, what do you want grandma to get you for Christmas or for your birthday? And she would be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is, this know? is the first year that she had some like, like uh, other than that fingerling issue. Well, I Actually, the first year that she actually asked for a couple things, and she, well, I will, I will right. say that she's gonna, she's gonna get some, she's gonna get what she asked for. Yeah, and that's what she did with like this year. It was funny because she said to me, "Graham, you know what I would really like you to get me for Christmas?" And I was like, "What, man?" And she said, "The holiday Barbie." And you know what? They have it in shop right where you shop. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> hello." Hello, ShopRite shoppers. We've got the, uh, the holiday Barbie. You know, I was like, that's why I said to you, don't get it. Because I'm, I'm like, I right there, I'm getting it, you know. Well, but you, you you set me up with a perfect segue there, mom. So see, I always, 
And I always do something like completely different. I'll always go like, here's a thing that you like. And I'm going to get you something you don't know exists. Exactly. Yeah. Here's a thing that you like presented in a way that you didn't know existed. But, yeah. you know, over your lifetime, you and, and I think this is this is evident from this conversation. You have seen an, uh, really like the unprecedented evolution of toys, you know, mm. like mm. You, through the 60s and 70s. And, you know, you saw G.I. Joe go from a 12 inch doll to a three and three quarter inch figure. You you saw the, you know, the first ever Star Wars toys and like the, the action figure boom. Um, you know, you were six when the first Barbie debuted and like, mm-hmm. so you were right in that, like, you know, that age range for that, mm-hmm. that, that Barbie. And, you know, you met Barbie has come up several times, you know, the, the holiday Barbie and, um, you know, Barbie is going to be on, you know, in, in, in movies, you know, Margot Robbie's playing her. So, and, and, and two, you mentioned that, you know, you've effectively been shopping for two you know, children and now grown children for, <laughs> for roughly 40 years. Um, is there like, are, are you excited to now be like shopping for two little girls? Like, is it like, yeah. is it fun for you? Oh, absolutely. It, and it would be even more fun. Like, you know, I mean, how can I, I could not wait. One of the biggest things like, like for me was for Maddie was, and I was afraid to tell you ahead of time. And then when I, it was going to be delivered, I said, well, now I have to tell him because it's going to his house, was buying her the little house for the backyard, the place for her to play. You know, the door, it had a doorbell that, that worked. You know, the door yeah. opened to close. It had the shutters. I mean, it was pink. and It was so girly. And I was like, yes, I can finally send you know, because I always wanted to do, I always wanted to do that for, for you guys, for you more, Eric, because Dave, again, you know, as your brothers, but the, there were some things you liked, he didn't like, you know, there was a different likeness, but I knew you would like, you were, um, you like to, to dress up and, and, and pretend like, you, you know, um, different characters and stuff. So I, I always wanted, so like getting this anyway. So having that delivered was like one of the biggest things. And then probably one of my favorite, I have, again, with Callie, it's, it's, it's going to still be new. Like this year might be a little more exciting because she's going to be able to open things and really like know what she's opening. Um, but was, uh, the year I bought, and that was again out of, just, I happen oh, to be I know in the I know where you're going. And I was like, I'm getting this because I couldn't wait because it just seemed so girly and so cuddly. And I said, but how, what am I going to, how am I going to wrap this? And what am I going to put it in? And then I saw the little shopping cart and I thought, well, I could sit it in this and then wrap it. And that's exactly what it did was when I bought her that bear. And bear. we watched. Bear. When we watched that video, when she opened that that morning in your house, there, I'm sorry, that expression was a, a hallmark type of. Um, it was it pure just, joy. It was the, 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 the look on her face. And this thing was way bigger than she was, if you remember. Still when she it's still it, taller she, than her. She's she seven minutes just, taller than her. I like, couldn't take, like, it was almost like 16 nothing just else tall. mattered. 
Nothing else mattered after she opened that, which was the only thing that I felt bad about because she was so, so excited about Bear. And we kind of, from that bear, though, she kind of like, she calls her favorite bear is the one you got her. Yeah, the past. Vermont teddy bear. Yes, yeah, honey bear. He lo- I mean, it, it is her thing. You know, she's still, and to this day, they love, now Callie loves bear. You know, I mean, and I almost was tempted to buy a new one, but I said it wouldn't be the same because bear is bear. He's like part of the family at this point. Yeah. You know? So He's a this, member of, of this, the is family. A, this is a 60 inch bear. He's 60 inches tall from, mm-hmm. from head to toe. Cause he's still tall. Mm-hmm. The only reason I say well, I'm, he's between 50 and 60 inches. We'll say that because he's still taller than Maddie. Maddie's mm-hmm. seven and he's still taller than her. Um, for the first year or so of his life, he, he literally sat in our club chair in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been puked on. He's been peed on. He's been, he's been pooped on. Red um, He's been slept with. He's been outside. He's been in every room of the house, in the basement. He's been in the bathroom. Of course, he's been through the wash several times now. So he's he's got those, like, if, you know, once you get one of those older stuffed animals, like, there's just sections that are just, they're not, there's no more fluff to them. Like, it's like pilling. Yeah, he's pilling and matted. He's yeah. pilling, he's matted. He smells mm-hmm. funny. Um, but... Yeah, we we actually before we had Callie, because there's like there's what five five just about five years between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, before we had Callie, we actually there was a mo- there was like a moment in time where we were like, Maddie, do we you know like what are we gonna do with this thing? And she was she actually said something to the effect of like you you know Maddie being four mm-hmm. or you know at the time you know probably four or five going on fifty was like. Well, you can get rid of any other stuffed animal except for this one. Yeah, no, she really bear was mm-hmm. and and now bear. and he's still he now that Callie is, you know, she'll be she'll be two soon, he is back to living in our living room. Yeah. So yeah. they do, they both lay on him. And so mm-hmm. like I said, he's a member of the family now. He, you know, and even if is. I replace him, it's not gonna be the same. It's almost like you know, when you became attached to, and you both had your own attachments when you were small, very small. And again, if it was taken away from you or you couldn't find it, you know, you, you were lost. Like you almost couldn't go to sleep at night until you got it back. So, you know, it's bare. And that's just what we call it. I mean, I used to remember first going in there and and she would say, Graham, to hold a beer. And yeah. I would be like, hey, yeah, bear, 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 bear. Bear's name is Bear. He's just Bear. And, and, and he's Bear. And like, you know, and now I see how Callie lays all over him and stuff. And I just, I mean, that, and see, that that's what, I mean, it just brings me so much joy to see them enjoy something like that. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah, and he's literally just, he's an off-brand generic. Like, yeah, like there's no, I, like, he's not like I, a... Russ teddy bear, I'm, like he is just. I'm gonna tell you where I actually got him. I walked into Rite Aid. I was gonna say or, Rite Aid, Walgreens, yeah, yeah. something. And he and they had them. They had smaller ones, right? So they had them on the shelf. And I said to the woman behind the counter, "Oh, wait a minute. I need a. I had to get that bear. That bear is gorgeous. It's ma'am. So, I need that bear. It was so you know with the face on and all. And so she said. Um, she said, Oh, for you. And I said, no, not for me. I said, I have a new granddaughter. And she said, um, Oh, 
we, you know, we have bigger ones. And I went, bigger Where? And then she pointed. And it was literally sitting up at the top. And it was you. And I said, oh, yeah. Bring it. Tell them I want. That's the one. Yep. Bring it down. That's I'm getting that. And then I was like, now, how am I going to do this? And that's when I said I went to another store then and it might have been ShopRite and they were selling the little push carts. And I said, perfect. I'm going to sit them in here and then just wrap them in one big. And that's what I did that day. And it was funny because, Dave, you came with me, I think, to bring the gifts over that time. Because it was like, and I'm going, don't rip the band. Don't rip. I don't. I wanted her to be surprised. And she certainly was. But anyway, yeah. So shopping for the girls is like the best. It's. Pro- I used to think that it was great shopping for you guys, but. You know, one there, let's, let's, let me tell you, there was going back. Everybody said to me at one time, when you have grandkids, there's nothing like the love, like you, you, you can't imagine. And I thought to myself, what are, what are you talking about? If you have children, like that's the greatest joy in your life. I mean, you know, having the two of you was like, you know, and I said, what are you crazy? And then you gave me a granddaughter. And I thought, oh, my God, the person is right. It's not, it's a different kind of love. And it's just, you know, and now I have Callie. And, like, so having two boys. And then there was Callie. I'm, like, (laughs) I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm I'm truly blessed, and that's all I can say. I I love shopping. They would... They would not have to want for anything. You know that. If I was, if I was able to, and I respect, like I said, you and Jess, and I will follow whatever you say, but they would have anything and everything as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. If, you, if there were no rules, do you, you oh, if there were no know rules, what I would do? <laughs> I'd have to buy one of those pod things to like yeah. put in my yeah, backyard. You would need an extra house. Yeah, you um, would have to. You'd have to get well, a small, small house in the backyard to to. Put it all in. Well, sure. I, here's you know the, the the thing is, mom. It's you know, so Dave and I, you know, we've been doing this the show now for three years. You know, and our, and our toy collections have <laughs> significantly grown since we started doing this. But uh, tell me about know, it. I, <laughs> I think um, you know, like it, it all goes back to those Christmases and birthdays for for yeah, us. Yes, that's that's where it started. And. Uh, yeah. You know, we it's it's been we've we have had the opportunity, you know, through through this these toys and you know through these conversations to like meet some incredibly talented artists and you know people who are running these businesses, these multi-million dollar businesses and people who are, you know, professional athletes that still collect toys and you know there's this amazing thriving community and you know, uh like I said at the top of the show, and like you know, we were saying on on social media before this, uh, we would not be here with without you. And uh, you yeah. know, thank you for. It all starts somewhere. It all, it, you know, Walt Disney said it all started with a mouse. I, you know, we, all, <laughs> I guess we could say it all started with a mom. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, it's it, thank you for for taking the time to uh, to chat about this stuff with us, and you know, and make this episode and this Christmas uh, special. Oh, I'm happy to do that. You know that. I mean, I love doing everything, anything, you know, with you guys. I, I love spending as much time as I can with, with both of you. Um, and even though you're, you know, much, much older and you're not children anymore, you'll always be my babies. 
So, um, you know, any, any time I can spend with you or, or do anything with you and now, especially my extended family, you know, having Jess and, and, and the girls, you know, that's, that's all that matters. I mean, and family should matter, you know, that is, that's the key, you know, we got to stay together, you know, and I want to say thank you to, to the stores though, to all these, I shouldn't say the stores, to the manufacturers, to the people who come up with these ideas for these toys and stuff for children, because, you know, again, without toys, you know, when you're young like that, that's, it's enjoyment. And we, as parents enjoy watching you play with your toys or sharing, you know, time because today a lot of parents don't have, you know, don't, don't have, um, the luxury. I had, I was able to stay home and do a lot with your boys and play with your toys with you, you know, or read the books, you know, um, everybody has to work and work hard these days to, to, and so there's not a lot of time to, to do that with their children. And, you know, you and Jess do, that's one thing I have to say, you, you, um, you do a lot with the girls and, and you include them in everything. And that's the way it should be. You know, you have to, you know, that's how children learn too. You know, they learn wrong from right. They, they learn family value, um, and what it is to share and be together as a family. And that's important. You know, that's gonna, they're going to grow up to, to, to be good people, you know, and they're happy, you know, and that's good too. It's just nice that everybody's happy. It's all that matters. Well, from, from our, 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 uh, blood family here, you know, uh, happy holidays and, and obviously Merry Christmas. And it's, it's, uh, you know, here, here's to many more years, but from, from our yeah. family to our, our extended, to our- Adventures in Collecting AIC family. family. Yeah, our, our AIC yeah. family. We have a couple of uh, to to send you off with uh, with some some uh, some additional happy holidays and and and, uh, and and Christmas greetings. You're you're about to hear from some of our past guests, our friends, uh, you know, uh, people that 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 mean a lot to us. Um, you know, that like I said, that we've met along the way. So I think I think it's fitting to let them send us off this year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, t- take it away, AIC family, and and Dave. Any 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 final words? Um, yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Hey, everyone, this is Lenny from the GI Joe Classified team. If I had to recall my favorite holiday moment, it was when I found the Night Raven before Christmas, and I can remember my dad looking at my mom and being like, "Oh, just give it to the kid." And right then and there, I opened it up. I got to play with it right there. And I just remember being in awe of like all the details of how tactical it was. The red details on top of the black, how you put the Stratoviper in through the bottom of the cockpit. Oh, it was such a cool vehicle. And I knew right then and there, I was hooked to this line for life. So I look forward to all the kids that have moments like that. They have toys like that that get them hooked and get them into stuff and inspire them to do great things as they grow up and go through life. So happy holidays, everyone. Hey, this is friend of the Bud Diefars wishing you all a Merry Christmas. One of my favorite Christmas memories was when I got as a kid the Titan Tron Life playset from Jack Pacific with the Vince McMahon figure that didn't even look like him. Mmm, what a toy. 
Hey, this is Tony from the Hasbro model team. Uh, my favorite Christmas memory would be actually recent, last year. I was kind of perusing a uh, Master of the Universe uh, toy collector's book with my five-year-old. And uh, unbeknownst to me, he was kind of picking out figures that he wanted that I didn't have. And woke up Christmas morning and he brought me over a uh, couple packages one being King Hiss and the other one Squeeze. So he was very sneaky and I, I really appreciated it. Happy holidays. Seasons greetings, everyone. This is Justin Cavender, Senior Marketing Manager over at Bandai Namco Toys and Collectibles America. For my favorite holiday toy memory, we're gonna go all the way back to Christmas 1994. I was 14 and it was Christmas Eve. My family always went to my grandma's house for the holidays and all my cousins, aunts and uncles and, and everyone else all stayed in one house. Uh, we needed a quick breather because the house was crowded and decided to, to get on out for a bit and my cousins and I went to Toys R Us. Uh, as I was cruising the video game aisle, I came across Maximum Carnage on SNES. I thought, oh my goodness, I didn't tell my parents about this game. How would they possibly know to get me this thing? For which, if I don't have, I will probably die. And then the store employee walked by and he said, if you want this game, you better get it now because we only have a couple copies left. And I, of course, I didn't have any money. I was 14. And I left sad and defeated. And there was no way I was going to get this game for Christmas. Then Christmas morning came and none of the presents in my pile looked anything like a video game box. I got down to the last present and when I removed the wrapping paper, it was a white gift box, uh, one generally used for clothing. And I opened it up knowing that I was gonna get some shirt or sweater or something like that. Um, but as I pulled back the tissue paper, I was staring at Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage for SNES. My mind was freaking blown. Is Santa real? Possibly, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't tell anyone about this game. And here it was right under our tree. My parents, of course, have no memory of this as it was just another Christmas for them. But somehow a Christmas miracle for a 14 year old boy was fulfilled. And you know, I sucked at the game, but I played it every single day uh, for a long, long time. That red cartridge still puts a smile on my face to this day. And that is my favorite holiday toy memory. I wish you all the best, have a safe holiday season, and Happy New Year. Hi everyone, this is Emily from the G.I. Joe Classified series and Dungeons and Dragons toy lines over at Hasbro. I think that my favorite holiday toy memory is from when I was eight years old in 1998, the year that the original Furbies came out. And all I wanted was an all white Furby. They were impossible to find. And I wake up on Christmas morning and there it is, my all white Furby under the Christmas tree. It was the first thing that my mom ever bought on eBay. She was so proud of herself and I loved that thing to pieces. In fact, it is currently sitting in my office working with me now as I get to work on such amazing toys over at Hasbro. So I think that I am just absolutely so lucky. I hope that everybody has an amazing amazing holiday season and happy 2023. Hi everybody, this is Khalil from Caster's Corner and the guys at Adventures in Collecting wanted me to tell you my favorite Christmas memory. So I would say my favorite memory is the year that I wrote a letter to Santa asking him for Voltron Lions that the pilots could climb into and then you can form Voltron. 
And when I wrote this letter, I did not realize that those toys existed. So when I opened them up on Christmas morning and got lines that I could actually put the pilots in, I was completely blown away. And if there was ever a doubt in my mind about Santa, there wasn't anymore. And so that Christmas really cemented the fact that there is magic in the world that a little kid could write a letter to Santa in his own mind, invent a toy, and that Christmas it came true. So I'd say that's my favorite Christmas memory. Thanks guys for all the work that you do and good luck in the new year. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Boyware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the non-productive network is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. 